0: Welcome to Tech Talks, presented by Juniper and Westcon. I'm Jennifer O'Brien, a longtime ICT journalist and host of today's jam-packed show. I'm thrilled to be welcoming Lee Gardner, Juniper Networks senior consulting engineer, and welcoming back Amira Yad, Westcon's technical enablement specialist, to the podcast today as we discover the merits of SD WAN which every Juniper and Westcom partner needs to know about. Here's a little bit about Lee. Lee is a self-confessed techie who has worked as a solutions architect, a technical product specialist, and a technical consultant. And a little bit more personal info on him, Lee entered the industry through more of a computer science background rather than pure networking. So all of the new emerging trends today around artificial intelligence and software-defined networking is what's really exciting him now. I'd also like to welcome back Amir. Amir is a network security architect. He's been working in Juniper Partners and Distributors for more than 20 years, during which he's dealt with various types of enterprise and service provider customers. Now here's a little bit more insight on Amir. Amir has also worked as a university lecturer of networking and security. He's currently focusing on the evolution of enterprise networking and security architectures as companies divert, to remote workforce models with increased usage of cloud applications. Now back to our hot topic of discussion today, which is the discovery of the SD-WAN and why it's so important for partners to add into the technology mix. According to industry analysts, SD-WAN is one of the fastest growing tech sectors. Certainly SD-WAN is delivering a host of benefits, including cost savings, improved performance, and increased availability. For starters, SD-WAN lets businesses extend their network capabilities to branch offices, mobile users, and into the cloud quickly and easily. In this episode, we'll put the SD-WAN under the microscope and investigate why it's a game changer for partners looking to get an edge. So, let's crack into it. Welcome to the show, Lee and Amir. Thank you. thanks for having us. Great. Thank you, gentlemen. Lee, I'll start off with you. Can you help us discover the merits of SD-WAN? So first off, what is SD-WAN and why is it a necessary part of networking?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I guess the way that I like to describe uh, software-defined WAN or SD-WAN for short is um, it's a way for businesses to interconnect all of their different locations together into what I like to call, I guess, a single cohesive fabric. Um, And it's all automated using software and software orchestration. Um, And and this can be done over any number of different types of WAN services as well. So it doesn't matter if you have ADSL, VDSL, MPLS, NBN, 4G, 5G, the the list goes on. Um, And these can all be supplied uh, potentially from Different internet service providers as well. So, I guess typically SLAs uh, were only previously provided if you had like dedicated NPLS services from an ISP. Um, however, SD WAN um, brings service level agreements and SLAs to effectively the internet now, too, across any of those types of services we just mentioned. So um, to me, yeah, in a, in a nutshell, um, the SD-WAN is what's responsible for connecting your users at each of the locations together and the applications that they need to access in a really automated uh, fashion. So um, yeah, where, where it becomes necessary for, for networking today, um, I guess, is where SD-WAN takes a lot of the pain away from IT teams who have typically been deploying routers and firewalls in a very manual fashion. So it brings this whole new world of telemetry to guarantee the performance of those applications to to users.
0: That's interesting. I think a key message or key talking point is that it provides all connectivity options, which I think is a big benefit. Yeah. Lee, what are some of the main benefits of SD-WAN adoption and what should partners be touting to their customers?
1: Yeah, I guess I I kind of hinted at one uh, just there or touched on one briefly just there, which is uh, around telemetry. Um, One of the huge benefits is that we can now get a really granular, detailed view of the performance of our WANs with a very centric or user-centric view as well. So um, typically businesses haven't had any of this level of visibility or granularity, um, which really makes it difficult for operations teams to respond um, in the business when uh, there are issues arising. Um, so, or they were reliant on service providers, and not necessarily all service providers would provide that level of, uh, of data and granularity to them. So, yeah, with, with SD WAN now, it allows us to measure those apps quantify those apps and, and really get down now to measuring more user experience over these uh, these arbitrary WAN services in a really sort of unified view, irrespective of who those ISPs are. Um, so that's certainly, yeah, one, one big benefit there. It's, it's, it's this level of visibility and allowing the system to respond when issues arise um, that will impact that user experience. And, and I guess secondly would that I have to raise would be cost. Cost benefit uh, from a multiple uh, from a couple of different angles. One being um, now businesses can start to maybe leverage lower cost, higher bandwidth services, especially in our local market with NBN type services, um, internet type services there into locations where they may have only had MPLS services that had a, a potentially higher cost associated to them. So, as I say, using that telemetry piece, we can guarantee application experience into those locations over those lower cost high bandwidth links. So certainly a cost realization and benefit there, not to mention the whole laundry list of things like zero touch provisioning to simplify the deployment of these SD-WAN services. Um, The list kind of just goes on.
0: Well, thanks for that. Thanks for fleshing out the benefits, particularly the visibility and the cost savings. Amir, how is SD-WAN helping companies fast track their digital transformation journey?
2: A critical aspect of digital transformation is taking advantage of agile and scalable cloud services. At the current trend of increased remote access, and you have a whole different model of the enterprise network traffic pattern. Not only that services have been moving off on-premises, but the users as well. This leaves a much narrower window for the enterprise team to security manage this traffic. This traffic pattern also challenges the need for legacy layer 3 VPN model that used to connect different offices and branches using MPLS to each other as well as to the headquarters. So SD-WAN enables fast provisioning of this connectivity in a secure manner while leveraging the increasingly reliable broadband connections of any type, be it NPN, LTE and so on.
0: I think the, the key things to call it here, obviously, inv- enhance network flexibility, improve performance and increase security. So those are some interesting key takeaways. Lee, what are the main hurdles to overcome before an SD-WAN adoption? For example, are legacy systems the biggest obstacle? Um,
1: yeah, certainly. So I guess legacy can be um, one of the big obstacles, Um this is a few uh, ones that I'd consider. But, yeah, certainly legacy is is, is a big one. Um, these these types of devices, legacy-type devices, have often been built over many, many years, over time, and they house a lot of l- logic inside of them that's um, all been sort of manually configured there. So um, I guess looking forward, um, thanks to sort of an, an SD-WAN type of topology or deployment, um, we start to now pull that logic out and centralise that logic in in the SD-WAN orchestrator, if you will, Um, so that it's pulled into a single location now, it's visualised in a more graphical nature, um, and uh, then you don't lose what's been done in environments over time when staff members may churn or change job roles, that sort of thing. And I guess by the nature of SD WAN, it sort of it's it's gluing the legacy world and the new world together. So um, what that means is we can do this incrementally, we can deploy SD-WAN endpoints across a business over time incrementally rather than having to approach it like a a big bang type approach. So we can certainly alleviate some of those challenges or issues with legacy migration um, through these techniques. Um, Though, I guess I should probably note that to get to this nirvana, it it does take a bit of thinking and planning, um, and that's certainly where partners can add some massive value Uh, to their customers through that, through services engagements. Um, And I guess probably another hurdle there would be certainly security is a big one. It's quite important uh, to embed security uh, into the very fabric of the SD-WAN. And I guess for for Juniper, that's what we do as um, our next-gen firewall platform, the SRX, is one of the building blocks of the SD-WAN fabric. So, yeah, certainly security is a big uh, big, uh, hurdle that we need to consider and overcome as well.
0: Speaking of security, what should partners be mindful of when deploying SD-WANs and security?
1: Yeah, I guess um, when we think about uh, traditional branch deployments today, uh, we've likely been leveraging MPLS private circuits from service providers, um, and then all those branches would connect back through a data center where there's a corporate firewall, um, centralized, located centrally um, for, for security enforcement. So maybe next-gen firewall or proxies, that sort of thing in that central location. Now, I guess when we move towards an SD-WAN model, we start introducing internet circuits out at the branch to help reduce those WAN costs that I alluded to earlier um, and to optimize our path to, to cloud apps. So we gain a lot of benefits by bringing those internet circuits to the branch. Um, however, We also need to be mindful that wherever an internet circuit pops up in the business, uh, we must secure it appropriately. Um, So this means then baking next uh, next generation security into the fabric of that SD-WAN right out at the edge to help protect and, and respond faster. So by distributing security in this manner, um, we can actually improve our overall security posture as we can respond to threats a lot faster than perhaps we did, could before in the more centralized model. Um, so I guess a common example would be yeah, a, a USB stick walking through the front door of the business with a piece of malware on there. Um, and we can now block it that and stop that and respond to that right down at the branch level to really eliminate that lateral spread um, within the business. So um, yeah, it helps us to respond a, a lot faster there. Um, But, yeah, a common mistake certainly would be embarking on an SD-WAN project without considering security alongside of it. Um, Security should be uh, thought about um, in concert and together with an SD-WAN project.
0: Lee, analysts predict SD-WAN is moving into the mainstream this year. Why is that the case and why should partners be adding it to their repertoire?
1: Yeah, I guess um, in our our local market, certainly from the mainstream side, uh, we're starting to see uh, a, a really good level of NBN um, availability across uh, even right down into the uh, into the business layer as well in business locations so certainly more availability of those lower cost high bandwidth um, type services allows it to be adopted uh, more readily now and then certainly 5g becoming more accessible um, allows that another high, High bandwidth option to those locations, um, but yeah, the the why should partners be excited, or or what uh, what should they be um, doing with it? I guess it's it's a unique position for partners because they can help businesses and, and their customers navigate this new technology. Because like with anything new, in my mind, is there can always be confusion. Customers and businesses don't necessarily know where to start. IT may not be the core competency of their of their business. So um, certainly, partners can help them navigate and transform their IT stack. Uh, to this new world. So yeah, I guess SD-WAN brings a number of uh, benefits and techniques like ZTP and simplified deployments um, although there should be some some good planning up front to make sure they they're getting the absolute best benefit of that. That's the the planning and the services engagement that uh, that partners can certainly help their customers with. And I guess maybe, maybe a, a last point here would be independence. Um, partners can bring a level of independence to those WAN services as well. So for businesses that want to realize those cost savings by selecting maybe a few different types of internet service providers, um, uh, then partners can help them broker those, those services so they can select the right ISPs for the right locations with the right cost models as well. Great.
0: Thank you. Some very practical information for partners there. Amir, can you highlight some success stories, customer use cases that are benefiting from the SD WAN journey?
2: Sure. One example customers of Juniper SD WAN in Australia is Allied Pinnacle. So Allied Pinnacle in Australia is Australia's largest end-to-end bakery ingredient supplier. They needed a solution that could seamlessly connect over thirteen hundred employees and more than twenty manufacturing sites mills, offices, and distribution centers. By employing Juniper Contrail as the one solution, Allied Pinnacle was able to manage both local and wide area networks from a single platform with advanced features like zero-touch provisioning, unified security policies, and granular application service levels that deliver unprecedented ease, agility, and assurance.
0: Thank you. That's a good use case example there. So, Amir, how are organizations measuring the ROI from their SD-WAN deployments?
2: There are two aspects of ROI here. First is the straightforward one realized when comparing the cost of broadband connections as compared to the higher cost of legacy Layer 3 MPLS-based VPNs. The second aspect is about operational savings. This might be a bit difficult to qualify, but it's about the ability to turn on services at remote offices on a much shorter notice from the business, as well as using less devices on the branch office, as it enables the integration of switching, routing, security on the same platform. Now, put on ZTB, zero-touch provisioning, and you also had the added savings of travel time and the cost of your team to configure equipment in remote offices.
0: Gentlemen, you've both mentioned how SD-WANs help give you the ability to respond to changing demands. It's also improving network management, increasing business agility, and reducing time to revenue. So in your opinions, why are SD-WANs the future of the network? Amir, I'll go to you first.
2: Look at the computing world that went ahead with virtualization and abstraction of standard compute resources while placing all of them under software control. It's only natural that networking would follow the same approach if it were to match the same agility and scale. You use mainstream broadband connections and use virtual overlay connections under software control to build the network. That's what SD-WAN is all about. It's simply the cloudification
0: of the network. Lee, I'll give you the last word. What's your vision? Why are SD-WANs the future of the network?
1: Yeah, Amir, I guess, um, had a, raised a really good point a moment ago about that operational management and improving how operations teams serve their customers, whether that be internal employees or, or external customers. Um So, yeah, that that point of uh, then moving SD-WANs or SD-WANs becoming a core part of moving a whole enterprise to a software-driven model, um, for us, certainly speaking for um, Juniper for a moment, the the key strategy there is bringing that also to the switching wireless and SD-WAN layers together into one sort of coherent system, if you will, that shares data amongst them so that we can really truly answer that question of which users are having the worst experience at a particular point in time and get real actionable answers back using data that sort of only uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning type models can answer because of the huge raw uh, data sets that, that it's collecting and analysing there. So um, yeah, that's those sorts of data and trends aren't easily deciphered by humans, so we need tools to, to do that for us. So, yeah, that, that operational point is is a huge one and that's what SD-WAN certainly is, is helping us to achieve now.
0: And like you both mentioned earlier, it's that visibility and increased intelligence, which will only be a win-win for everyone involved. Definitely. Fantastic. Thank you, Lee and Namir, for your in-depth insights on Discover SD-WAN and Catapult Your Transformation Journey. And that's the end of our show today. To recap, Lee and Namir have revealed the SD-WAN journey needs to be a key part of the technology mix, as it's helping customers improve operational efficiency, reduce costs, and modernize legacy systems. And this is great news for partners who want to modernize their message and help customers find true value from the SD-WAN journey. If you're keen to learn more about how to discover SD-WAN and how to help customers catapult their transformation journey, you can reach out to the Westcon and Juniper team or visit the Westcon website. Thank you for joining us for yet another exciting episode of Tech Talk presented by Westcon and Juniper. Till next time.